0: Can you tell me about your dad?
1: You're awesome. daddy. Mace, say daddy. 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 The heart. I like how you like cars. What's your favorite thing to do with daddy? What we build snowman together. Ooh. Remember we built one together. I do.
0: What's something kind of hard about your dad?
1: Getting frustrated. (gasps) When you told me what to do and I don't want to do it.
0: Yeah, that's hard.
1: Yeah. I feel like I love you. I love you. Hi, I'm Justin, girl dad of two. And I'm Freddie, boy dad of three. We're two friends on a mission to be the best dads possible.
0: While leaving a record for our kids to know who we are in the season of our lives. Welcome to the Love Dad Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the Love Dad Podcast, LDP. LDP. My name is Freddie. And I'm Justin. And that's Justin. <laughs> and that's Justin. How's your week, dude? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. We have. Um, some just kind of exciting things going on here in terms of work and opportunity that might be coming up. So it'll be it'll be good. We put in opportunities
0: op- are amazing, but they also the the thing about opportunities, Fred. Can <laughs> we tell you about opportunities? Uh my experience with opportunities is they're fantastic and amazing and way more exhausting than you thought they would be. <laughs>
1: Yes. Yes. And um and you know, Katie and I kind of push those opportunities to the to the brink sometimes. So
0: um, Well, yeah. One of the things I know about you guys is that you tend to say yes to open doors. Uh that is not something that I'm always the best at is recognize when a door is open and walking through it. Uh sometimes it's just like, Oh yeah, for
1: sure, for sure we'll move to Tennessee in three months. No problem. Right. Yeah, not a big deal. We'll just make it happen. Um, okay. So we put an offer on a house to to flip it up down here and um, yeah. got this offer written and um, we're going back and forth. I didn't think they'd say yes. This is the most ridiculous house buying experience I've ever been in just in terms of the speed at which it happened and the absolute non-negotiation that <laughs> happened. They just said yes. <laughs> It was like okay, um, so it's this very elderly couple trying to get rid of a property that they're kind of in a little bit of trouble and a little underwater. So, sure. um Anyway, it was a great offer. It wasn't anything like robbing anybody, but it was enough to like make it a profitable, profitable investment. And we start talking to this uh, the agent that representing the whole deal, and he's like, the "Craziest thing happened. I was talking to the husband." of the sellers last night and talking over the purchase and sale and all these things that are going into it and then at the end the old guy's like oh yeah my wife died today Wh- what <laughs> <laughs> and then don't laugh i'm sorry i don't laugh, sorry. Sorry. That's I, not don't funny. laugh for I should be, no, that's other for, than, that's wild yes it was it was insane at the end yeah at the end of the conversation not like You'd oh be, hey i can't okay. talk right now or can we talk later? It
0: was I mean, just... I've only been married. We've both been married about the same time, uh, and it's almost ten, it'll be ten years this year. I cannot imagine being married <laughs> so long that I would mention that at the end of any conversation.
1: <laughs> oh my! I'd be gosh, like, "Hey, I man, uh,
0: we're gonna put this thing on pause. I need a minute, right? right. Like, totally." How old? Do you, how old? And I'm thinking sorry, like that's 90s. Why, we, why we back that up. How long do you need to be married? And how? Like unsurprising is that life change right where this becomes a thing yeah you know, so it's my like,
1: I can't imagine I would be devastated totally I am hundred percent there and I'm sorry I laughed it was just it was just a, it's insane to think about like you're saying it's crazy I think that it had to have been I mean they're like in their 90s like mid 90s okay. okay and so my my estimation what I just I want to have happen is that she is like this was coming. And everybody knew it. Right. And yeah. Maybe, maybe it makes you
0: feel the best.
1: It makes me feel the best. And also, it's like that this happened on Friday. And so the listing agent was like, so you might not hear back from them over the weekend. And it's like, yeah, I hope not. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We're not in a hurry. So,
0: right. It's no, this is, this is fine. It is just, you you take your (laughs) time. It's like this. Yes. Go we're more not going your, anywhere.
1: you mourn your wife. Yeah, I know. Oh,
0: uh, it, it, I think that that's an interesting thing about, I mean, all I can hear about that is like, wow, things do really change over time, both in us and, uh, yeah, I mean, my folks are not the same as they were 10 years ago. I'm not the same that I was 10 years ago, clearly. Right. Uh, and fast forward that, I mean, another 60 years from right now for us, I have... I I my brain just goes into full like panic freeze mode. I can't even process 60 years out. Yeah. That's
1: crazy. So, yeah, I think that's the way it happened. And I was also just like imagine the amount of people you've known. Like most of the people you mm-hmm. know are are gone. Yeah. Like you've you've dealt with death a lot. It's true. I guess I don't know if that makes it any easier or any I don't know. I don't have a big extended family.
0: My extended family is pretty small. I got grandparents, a few, a couple left, one left actually now that sneaks up on you. But like, I don't know. It's, I feel like there are a lot of people that are, have large extended families that have a lot more experience with death than I do. It's, it's a really tough thing for the times that I've experienced. I've only experienced it once with somebody that was not older or sick or, or health issues or, or whatever. Um, I only experienced with somebody who, one person who was younger and it was, it was really it was shockingly difficult. Uh, maybe it shouldn't be shockingly difficult, but I think when you, it's one of those things. It's uh, similar to being a parent. You do not know until you experience it. You just can't. Yeah. You can try to sympathize the best you can, but you cannot empathize with somebody until you actually live it. Right. A little bit. So that's yeah. What a it's, downer it's
1: start to the pod. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm not sure. I'm so- Well, my Uh, week was fine. Yeah, how was your week back in back in Arizona? (laughs) Yeah, we
0: we made it. Um, We're here. Uh, No, it was good. I uh, Jordan went away for R and R &R weekend. It was a Christmas present for her. Um, The thing about Christmas presents, yeah, I'm not the best gift giver of all time. I'm not always. I don't. I don't really care too much about receiving gifts that much. Like if I really really want something, I'll figure out a way to just go and figure out how to get it for myself. And so I've been trying to really think about stuff. And so for Jordan, I was like, "Ah, oh, I got the greatest idea ever." She worked so hard at being a mom. I'm going to get her a weekend away at a bed and breakfast. Perfect. Already had found a couple places. Was doing research. Was making calls. And then, like, like two weeks before Christmas, she looks at me and she goes, "I want a weekend away for Christmas." And I'm like, come on!" I like now. I now I'm going to give it to you because it's the best idea ever. But now you're gonna, and I I know you so well to give it to you. Then you you came up with your own ideas, like I need some R and right, Perfect, yeah, that's well, wonderful. But like, I want the you credit. Get no for credit, of it. Yeah. Zero. <laughs> Zero credit. Oh. It's so disappointing. But no, she had a really good weekend away, and that means I got to hang out with the girls, and um, I've been describing it as seventy five percent successful. Nice. Uh, it was it was mostly good. Only a few places where I looked at it and I was like, I wish I had done that wildly differently. But only And only one, like, man, dad must have got him ready moment. Uh, we went to church and I was, like, perfectly set up for Briar to look good. And Layla was dressed early. We had breakfast. But then, like, we were running out of time because me with two kids is just, like, I did not prepare well for time, frankly. I should have taken a shower before the girls got up, but then I didn't take one before Layla got up. It is just too... Yeah, it was a whole thing. Uh, so I we get out the door. I'm like, shoot, we're only 10 minutes late. That's one. That's only a little bit of a failure. 10 minutes late to church, not too big of a deal. And then we get into the church parking lot, and I look in the rear view mirror. I'm like, all right, we're here. I look in the rear view mirror, and I realize that Layla's had the same bun in her hair for three days. And I'm like, oh no, her hair is terrible. <laughs> 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 like, so it's like... Dang it, that's definitely dad hair. That's definitely dad weekend hair. <laughs> and I kind of pride myself on like, no, I can do a ponytail. I can get him a set up. So I looked at am like, it's just a rat's nest. And I'm like trying my best with the fingers to like comb it out a little bit because I don't have any, like mom has hair ties in her pocket. and Maybe there were some in the diaper bag, but we were already late. And I'm like, all right, pull that bun out and just just let comb her go. the hair out and call it good. Dude, I love it. Yeah, it was it was not bad. They they did really well, and uh, it's always some sweet time to spend with the girls and get silly and dance around in the kitchen.
1: Okay, that's great. How do you do? Like, um, that's what I was wanted to ask. How do you do? Like, for uh, for me, it's just me and the boys, so it's ba- we call it bachelor weekend when mom's away.
0: Yeah, no, it's not the same. It's, it's daddy daughter weekend.
1: Okay, daddy daughter weekend. Like, what yeah. do, you, do, do the rules go out the door? Do you do all the things you shouldn't? Like, how do how do you we do more things
0: we shouldn't. Not all the things okay. we shouldn't. Uh, it's not the same as Bachelor Weekend, at least not in my home. Right. Okay. I'm sure that sometimes it is. And definitely there are times when it's like just me and Layla. It's like, yeah, we're going to get that bad dessert for us tonight, for sure. Yeah. Um, but when it's the whole weekend and we just came back from a week in Arizona, it's like trying to keep a routine is is normal. And like we talked about before, I don't try to do something with every minute of every day and fill it up. But I did more stuff than I thought I was going to this weekend, which was which was good. Like, we went to the library. We went to church. We went to a playground. Like, that was a pretty... We went to my sister's house for dinner. It all worked out pretty well, but mostly it's like, I do my best to just not make it a TV weekend because that would be the... It's like, ah, it's loud and I'm tired now. Let's do a TV. Uh, I feel pretty good about... That's why I'm in the 75 plus percent successful range is like, we filled our time with very emotionally fulfilling relational stuff, which I was really, really happy about. Not always easy to do, and I definitely do not do that every time. But for whatever reason, they were happy and in the mood to dance and listen to music. and So cute. We only got fighting every time we needed to try to get out the door on time.
1: So... <laughs> I love that dude. So we, it's like pure, it's not, it's not debauchery, but man, when Katie goes away and it's bachelor weekend, like everything gets destroyed. It's literally, Katie goes out, it's like Friday, Saturday, she's coming back Sunday. The moment she leaves Friday, all the couch cushions are off. Couches are like pushed (laughs) to the side. It's just like WrestleMania. Yeah. And then it's like order pizza, order cake play video games. order cake or like yeah like yeah and then like stay stay up way too late we last it was not this last time but two times ago we got uh luigi's mansion on the switch and i was like all right here's the goal wesley we got it used so we can take it back in seven days and mom's only gone for three i was like we're gonna beat luigi's mansion over this weekend Where did you rent a video game for seven days? Oh, sorry, you don't rent. Like I bought it at GameStop, but if you buy if you buy it used, you can return it and get Uh, within seven days and get your full money back. Wow! So it's like that's really working the system. Totally, (laughs) it's like we got we got like. I was
0: like, what is this blockbuster video? I was like (laughs) trying to figure out the seven day rental thing. I was like, I don't think I've rented anything. Luigi's Mansion.
1: Luigi's Mansion. It's a fun one. It's a fun one. There's a whole bunch of stuff you have to skip if you're trying to beat it in two days. But um, <laughs> it was hilarious. And
0: then well, That's perfect for a seven-year-old. He doesn't have a completion mindset. That's true. Yeah. It's like, I beat it. That's you know? awesome. And the silly little
1: things like, 7% completed. <laughs> you're like, uh, okay.
0: Uh, that's great. I'm excited to talk about what we're talking about today. We've been thinking, I've been thinking about this a lot, like, especially with the girls. And we've talked about our challenges lately and just stuff that we've been going on and trying to work it all out. And one thing that I've always come back to and what a lot of people say out loud is, well, at least it'll serve them well in their adulthood. Yeah, that's true. It is. Um, and so that that's when you and I were talking, being like, okay, really Let's real think about that is like there are definitely some things that about our kids that can be obnoxious or challenging or wild right now, but we know if cultivated in the right way and encouraged in the right way with the proper boundaries surrounding them that is gonna make them just the most incredible adults in society ever and make us so
1: proud yeah, so I'm excited for this one i'm gonna I'm gonna kick us off because last last episode we or the last time we talked about something like this, it was the tough stuff that we deal with as dads, things that just are frustrating and, and really hard. And I went pretty hard on my youngest, Maze. And that's because we came off a real hard weekend. And he has just been the toughest baby. It was actually happened on Sunday. I texted you this. So I was like, I had a breakthrough with Maze. The Lord like just totally convicted me on Sunday morning, woke up with Maze. It was like a day or two after we had recorded that podcast. And I've been doing this challenge where I'm trying to trying to pray for and with my boys multiple times a week. And one of the things I pray for them, you know, is that they grow up to be strong young men. Things like that. And Maze is one of the most tenacious little kids I've ever seen and ever dealt with. Like he is absolutely has zero quit in him, like zero quit until he just falls apart and then like throws the world's biggest fit. And even his tantrums, like zero quit in him. And the Lord was like, hey, you've been praying, like you have a desire for your boys to have this tenacious attitude or, you know, to have no quit in them and to not give up or to, you know, all these things. And he's like, I gave them to you. And now it's your turn to raise them sort of thing. And so that for sure is just, was so clear to me, like, oh my goodness, wow. I have this baby that is just nonstop go and will not be denied. Like the things I've seen him do, things I've seen him climb, the things I've seen him figure out, like trick, fake, throw you off baby gate things and like cabinet locks that he is just like will not stop until he figures it out and it is absolutely and it's it's absolutely bananas and it drives you crazy cuz you're like I I just locked that up why are you in there why are you he up got, there
0: he gets them unlocked
1: oh dude yeah the ones That's that have
0: amazing. the
1: ones that have the big button on the front but the front big button's like a fake one and you pinch the sides yeah and he'll just sit there and like fumble with it and he doesn't like know like what he's doing but he just messes with it long enough until it opens until it opens it's, That's
0: incredible.
1: It is, dude. It is incredible.
0: It's also terrible because that means that he's in the snacks.
1: Like, oh he's yeah, also right and in like there. the deadly chemicals underneath the sink. It's like all this stuff that we've <laughs> never had to worry about. Mays grabbed the, the Swiffer Swiffer Wet Jet, not a sponsor. He grabbed the grabbed the Swiffer Wet Jet out of the pantry, pulled it out, and just held down the trigger. And like drain like half of the, <laughs> half of the solution into a corner until like I, you it's like if you take your eye out anyway, anyway, this tenacity is so difficult to deal with, but it is like, oh my gosh, if we can like you were saying, if we can foster this, if we can put him in situations to like have this can't quit, won't stop attitude, like, okay, yeah, this will serve okay. him. This will serve. This will make me so proud one day. So I felt like I needed. I needed to start with my youngest on this one because last time I. Uh, I kind of ended with him as just being like very difficult, which is still true, but it's also such a blessing and um, a challenge that I'm hoping to to be better at.
0: So tell me more about this breakthrough. You, you've been praying for this, and then this is what you're getting. Like, how did that? What did that feel like to to have that breakthrough? How did it come about?
1: It was super emotional. Uh, it was actually really emotional because I went to bed really early on Saturday. Katie was gone all day. That's what it was. Katie had a volleyball tournament, so she was gone like most of the day. So it was just me and Mays, uh, me and Mays and Brooks. Wesley was doing something with the grandparents. It was just super tough all day Saturday. I was complaining and I'm I'm challenging doing this challenge at the beginning of the year. So, So maybe some of the things that I would do to sort of make the night go on longer than it should i I wasn't doing like not watching tv and things like that anyway so i was like in bed early and i was up when Maze got up with plenty of energy like i wasn't tired it wasn't like i was just like woke up with all this still like pent-up frustration and resentment about my child the next morning so, sunday morning and I'm sitting there and he like did something that was just uh ridiculously cute it's like just being just existing as a 18, you know year and a half year old and yeah just thinking about him as who he is and not just who he is in my family you know it's like he is my youngest and maybe that's like what I've been coloring all of my interactions with him you know it's like it's hard to separate him from everyone else you know all the other boys but when I had him alone in this moment it was like like he is his own person and then I just started thinking about all the things that I love about him and that are difficult about him, And the Lord just put it on my heart. Like you have been praying for your sons to have this and he has it. And it's really difficult now. And it was like, not good luck. Like the Lord being like, ah. like, it wasn't like a sarcastic, like, oh, you prayed for it. Now you got it. So suck on that sort of a thing. It was like, no, you prayed for it. And now you got it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm blessing you with, with a boy who has these traits, but they're gonna need to be honed in shape instead of looking at him as such a frustration and difficult Deep, but looking at it as like a blessing to be a part, like the privilege to be this boy's dad, the privilege to have the opportunity to teach him and to do my best to show him how to be successful in whatever yeah. he decides to do. So it was really sweet. And Katie woke up and I was just like a big old puffy red eyed mess. And <laughs> like, she's like, What happened? And I was like, I had a breakthrough with Maze.
0: <laughs> I just love him so much. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I, when you're saying that, I'll I'll start with my both girls because I, I have something written down for Layla and I have something written down for Briar, but I also have something written down for both. It's what happens when I have two kids and you have three, I guess. Um, but the it's very similar. It's like something that I want so much as a dad of daughters is for them to be able to take care of themselves and like hold the line, right? I think that there are so many... There are so many people in this world that will try to take advantage of other people and I want them to have grace and I want them to be loving. But I also want them to know their worth and stand firm in that worth and believe what they believe and don't let people be peer pressure them into stuff and all sorts of things like that. And I look at both of those girls and god darn it, they're not the most strong-willed people that I've ever met in my entire life. And it's the worst. It's the absolute pits. But it's like, when I step back and I think about it, because well, it's the worst in the pits right now because they're they're applying all of that strong will toward me <laughs> and their mom. Uh, but but it is the thing that I want most for them is like I don't want somebody in high school to try to convince these girls that something's cool and for them to not feel confident in who they are enough to to be like I need to make you like me and so I'm going to say yes. I don't want them to have that, uh, and they don't, and uh, they they know what they want, and they won't let anybody tell them different, and they, you know, the, uh, there'll be a 10-year-old at the park that, like, Layla's five, and there'll be a 10-year-old at the park, like, trying to talk to Layla, and she will be like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> she just won't. Like, every other little kid I know will just, like, go along for the ride right. with older kids. Not, not Layla, not Briar you're like come on over here and she'll look at you and she'll just be like meh i want to go over here and right. she'll just walk away <laughs> like <laughs> okay uh come to dad nah i'm good i'm gonna go around i'm gonna go keep walking it's it's uh, it's it's amazing when i really think about what that will be for them i just of course i wish they would listen to me just a little bit more right and i wish they wouldn't like <laughs> she like they both really believe stuff but layla's the verbal one so she gets she believes it and can talk about it right um uh, and trying to convince that child when she is, without a doubt, empirically incorrect, is
1: impossible.
0: <laughs> it's impossible.
1: I want. I want it, it just is. I want the best example from like okay. London where she was. She was like, "No, nah, that's not true."
0: <laughs> I, there was something. There was something that was going on in the back seat. Um. Gosh, I need to think about it. I got to, that's a really good question. Sorry, I, I have, have exam No, 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 no. It's good. Uh no, that's a really good one. Um, I I one of the things that has happened before with like um man, like with movies is it probably a pretty good example. It'll be it'll be something like, Oh, yeah, dad, no, I've seen that one before. Oh, okay. And it's like no, you haven't. <laughs> I've I've seen these movies with you, and I know which ones you've watched. This one just came out, like it's brand new. You have not seen this movie before, and she's like, "No, I've seen it." It's like, Layla, you have not seen this movie before. Trust me, it like it just came." I was like, "No," and we start playing it, and she's like. Well, I think I've seen it. Right. It's like she still won't admit it. Like she'll (laughs) still like hold the line, and it's like, okay, kid. And then by the end, she'll be like, No, I haven't seen that one before. It was good. It's like you little, yeah. uh, Like so, when she finally realizes it, it's fine. But she'll just hold the line as long as possible, and uh, she, it's it's pretty funny. Now the downside of it is, is she will also hold the line as long as possible if she did something wrong. Um, She's like, No, I didn't mean to do that. It's like. I watched you whack your sister with that broom handle. It was an accident. You accidentally took that broom and smacked your sister in the head with it. <laughs> She's, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's like, "Yeah." It's like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll we'll argue about that for." And then I realize I'm arguing with a five year old, and that that's a losing battle. But yeah, no, it's 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 extraordinarily challenging uh, to be challenged like that. But also, man, having daughters and just knowing that there are amazing people in this world, but there are also people that will try to take advantage of them as women as they get older. It's like, I am so grateful and get emotional about having strong, but also emotionally intelligent daughters, or at least a daughter so far. We'll see if Briar gets emotionally intelligent, but, but Layla is emotionally intelligent. She understands it, but she also just like will not give up what she believes is right. Yeah. You know, even if she's wrong, that's the part that is my part, right? That's what I get to teach her is like, you need to learn earlier than I did that it is okay to be wrong and to say, I'm sorry. Right. right? Like it's just, it's okay to be like, yeah, you're right. I'm I'm wrong. And I'm sorry. We'll get there. And maybe it'll be a little bit later.
1: Dude, I love that. I love that. Uh, cute little girls. And just the, uh, what I think is really interesting about this way to think about it as, as parents, as, as dads is like, um, you know, we, we often go to these, these like tendencies with our children and think about them as a vice or as the hard stuff. And I know you're talking about this last week or last time too, is like, these are opportunities for us to teach and opportunities for us to, to give grace and opportunities for us to speak this truth into our kids' lives. It's like, wow, Hey, I know you don't probably have any thoughts about this but when you know that 10 year old asked you to run over here and play this game and you said no I'm okay doing what I'm doing I'm really proud of you because that just shows me that you know you're not easily swayed you are 100% correct one of the things that this summer with with the neighbors
0: we have neighbors around us that are all older than Layla she's the youngest of them and there's two girls and a boy and the girls can be a little mean to the boy. <laughs> Classic. Uh little I mean, I, I think they're being mean. I'm sure that they don't think they're being mean. But they'll they'll say things like, oh we don't we don't like Nathan. Like they'll say things like that out loud or whatever.
1: Yeah, and, nobody likes Nathan.
0: And, and then right. <laughs> and then Layla, Layla will tell us, she told us later, she's like, they said this and but I like Nathan. We're like, you can just tell them that you don't like them talking that way about your friend Nathan and you don't and so not like not 30 uh minutes later, maybe only 10 minutes later, like we were eating outside and and then somebody knocks on the door and she goes out front and she sees one of the girls and she just stops her and she goes, I like Nathan. He's my friend. I don't like it when you talk bad about it. <laughs> and she was like she like just helped. I was like, Good for you, kiddo. Yeah. Way to stand up for what you believe in, and that's amazing. But it's like, Oh, did you have like it made Jordan and I like a little uncomfortable, right? We're like, Oh, that's so good. But also like, oh man, I'm standing right here and have to feel all those feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's so good. Oh man. She's amazing. That's fantastic. Talk to me about Brooks. What's uh, oh, uh Brooks. what is what is up with uh Brooksy Boy. Brooks, with the wild boy. Yeah,
1: Brixy Boy is classic middle child in so many senses of the word, and he is just like wildly independent. He is a okay doing whatever he wants whenever he wants to by himself. Like, doesn't feel like he needs anything. Everything is like, no, I can do it. No, I can do it. Like, he'll get upset at, like, trying to, like, when we're in a hurry to get out the door. And it's like socks and shoes. Socks and shoes for a four-year-old is, like, literally (laughs) studying for, like, the MCAT. It's like, this is a five-year process. And he's like, I got it. And it's like, dude. Is it rights
0: and lefts? Is that the thing that's the most challenging? No,
1: he actually does very good with the rights and left because we got great Spider-Man shoes. Ah, there it is. There's something with the the eyes or the web or something. that I don't know. I don't know how he he's knows. figured it out. It doesn't out. matter. He knows. He's figured it out. But it's the socks, <sighs> man. And for me, I don't know. Okay, this is one of those <laughs> weird things that I shouldn't let it bother bother me because it's not me. It's not my foot. <laughs> and I don't and I don't do this with anything else. Like any other thing, the kids want to wear however they want. Wesley put his pants on backwards, sweatpants, and I'm like, "Dude, your pants are on backwards." He's like, "I know," and he's like, "I'm
0: just rolling with it." And I'm
1: like, "Okay, whatever. I don't care." But when they put their socks inside out, I cannot stand it. Like I will, we're flipping these things the right way, and we're going to put them on. If they got the heel on the top of their foot, which happens often, it's like, nope, we're flipping this thing around. It's going So I maybe cause most of it. But Brooks is just independent. Uh he will he put himself in the bath the other night. He's just like, Yeah, I want a bath and like didn't ask, didn't say anything, and just heard the bath turn on. And Brooks is just standing in the what? bathtub, just like, What are you doing? He's like, I'm I- taking a bath and I'm like, <laughs> Okay. He'll put himself to sleep when he's tired. Like if we're having That's a week, Yeah, he'll just get up and go to bed and just lay down. like, I'm to bed. And then how he likes to play is just very creative, out loud. So he talks he narrates everything, which that in itself can be frustrating. You just hear Brooks yelling from the other room like he's he's like narrating a car crash is literally is what he's doing. Uh so it's like ah, <laughs> it's like all day um, and so yeah those things are like collectively his independence is the most difficult thing to hone in and it will be one of the greatest things I know for him as even as like a teenager because he just like he's like I I want this or I want to do this and he'll make it happen you know <laughs> similar to Maze in terms of I don't think he's as tenacious. He gives up a lot easier. But just wildly independent. And um, it's kind of a fun thing. And it's also kind of sad. Like the things that um, he grew out of really quick that Wesley didn't. Yeah, Wesley's got, you know, I, I can't remember when Wesley started picking out his own clothes. But it's been within the last year, like six and a half to seven. Brooks was like, yeah he can dress himself I can dress himself which is fine it makes everything easier but it's just like oh he's grown out of everything really quick and this is kind of (laughs) sad
0: those second those second children man and I I bet you it's even gonna be crazier with Maze but those second children really do learn so much from watching their siblings yeah it's crazy it's girls or boys are so different you're talking about the car crash and I'm like and Layla's in her room like Playing literally with Mermaid Barbies, <laughs> okay, okay, and hit and, and like setting up animals, being like, "Let's take a bath, animal," and like, like <laughs> da 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 da, da.
1: <laughs> right? And,
0: and, uh, and is just, rah, crash boom, <laughs> yes, and then he
1: pulls the Legos apart as they crash. Um, okay, so Wesley got invited awesome. to a little girl's birthday party. He came home from school. He's like, "I got invited to Blakeley's birthday party." He's really excited about it, and then he comes out of his room holding like. This very well played with Triceratops. And he's like, I think I'm going to give her this. And I was like, oh, that's really thoughtful, buddy. Like, that's awesome. But maybe, maybe tomorrow your goal is to ask Blakely, like, hey, Blakely, what would you like for your birthday? And maybe she says dinosaurs. And then if she says dinosaurs, great. We'll, we'll get her a new one because <laughs> this one's seems like falling This one's apart. missing
0: one of its horns. It's a, it's a yeah. Doceratops. It's a
1: Doceratops. Um, <laughs> You know, I was like, I don't know, probably she might not like all the things she like, And that's okay. But she also might. So uh, Katie picked him up today and she was like, hey, what did you ask Blakely about? And he like, <laughs> he rolled his eyes. He goes, I don't know, like a bunch of girl stuff. <laughs> that was his answer. Like her first word out of her mouth wasn't cars or dinosaurs. So I stopped listening was essentially yeah, what he said. And that's he like, great. Okay buddy. So he'll get there maybe. <laughs> 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 oh, All right, man. so
0: um Briar. Briar is my my wild one, certainly my my active one. I will call her my active one. In a similar way to Maze but different. She is she is my problem solver and she is curious. It's not like she's like I'm going to figure this out, so I'm going to pull it apart. She does give up like we put the locks on the cabinet. She pulls on them two times. She's like, that's i not, I don't need to do that. I don't care enough about that. I'm moving on. Um, but what she will do is pull things apart, put them, try to put them back together. She she figured out that she could put that we put shoes on her. And so she'll go find our shoes and try to step in them and walk around in them. She's like, I want to figure out how this works, right? She just wants to know how the world works and she wants to be a part of it, right? She wants to open that. She wants to touch that. She wants to lick that. She wants to experience everything, everything, Uh, especially the stuff that I don't want her to experience. Uh, It's don't climb up. Like, please stop climbing on that. You're gonna fall down, and like, you're gonna fall down and break your head. And it's (laughs) so the the best example I have of this is like she's just like I want to go there, right? I want to figure this out. I think this is going to be good in the bathroom. We had uh, originally a little steps tool to help Layla, which we have now since removed for the reason of the story. And Jordan hears it moving around. It's like, okay. And then she hears like Briar sucking on something, but she's like, well, nothing's, nobody's crying. Nothing's breaking. I can hear her. So nothing, nothing, there's nothing she can get to that is bad for her. It's fine. Cabinet locks her on for everything dangerous and she doesn't care enough about him. We're good. She's like, man, it's been like. A while, like five or ten minutes that she's still making this sucking. I'm going to go see what's up. She walks into the bathroom and Briar has pushed the step stool over to the toilet, which is always closed because as soon as the toilet is open, she shoves her whole arm into it because that's the kind of child she is. And then she had climbed up to the entire top of it. It was just standing on the toilet lid with her hands on the top sucking on a cup that she had pulled out of a basket that was on the top shelf (laughs) of something that's like for Layla's like brushing her teeth at nighttime or whatever. And she, we're just like, she'd been up on top of the toilet for like 10 minutes, just chilling out <laughs> because she wanted to be up there. It's, I, I I don't know. I was never like that curious, but, but Jordan was like, it's something that I see in Jordan. Jordan's like, I can build that. I can fix that. I can learn that. I want to do that. And so she did. Right. And Briar's the same way. She just like a great example. Jordan was messing around with him today and dancing and whatever. And, I was like, I'm going to put on Layla's old tap shoes on Briar. Those things go on, and Briar immediately starts, like, tapping her feet and making noise with them. Like, without even thinking. Like, she doesn't know that they're dance shoes. But she just um, she figures I was like, these are these made a noise. And she just figured out how to make more noises with them. And it's amazing, but it's also, like, the most exhausting thing in the world right now. Because you turn your back on that girl for one second, and she has... a oh pulled apart the remote and taking the batteries out like it's like how do you figure out how that works and i'm gonna be so proud of that when she harness it harnesses it for good instead of evil um but it's (laughs) it's it is one of those things that when i look at her i think to myself this is this is wildly challenging for me in this moment because i feel like if i am not making sure the things you're not being curious about that you were being curious about, aren't going to actively kill you. Um, it's going to be problematic. And, uh, but I, I also know that I'm not going to need to be like giving her full instruction on how to do things when she's a teenager or an adult. Right. She'll be like, I'll try it. <laughs> I'll just, I think I can figure that out. And she probably will. Cause she can, if she cares about it, she can do that stuff. She already can. And it's yeah. incredible.
1: Yeah, that trait is so cool in people who are like, like, oh, yeah, I'll just try it. You know, Yeah, like so many things that hold so many people back is just like the start of anything. It's like, well, how does it work and what do I do? And like completely start overthinking and the ability and I don't know what it is. Maybe it is just personality or agreeableness or wanting to be. Disagreeable to the point is where you're like, I don't care if I make a mess, but I'm gonna try. Like, oh, yeah, you know, like a buddy she Matt. does
0: not care about, she does not care about making a mess. I'll tell you yeah. that right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, our, our buddy Matt, we're gonna talk about him all the time until he comes on here. You know, like he'll have a thought about something. I'm gonna make this and I'm gonna get a CNC machine to make it. And it's just like, he hasn't, he enjoys learning the process, but there's no like, where will I put it? And how will I store it? And you know what happens if it's like he just gets it and starts. And it's such a uh, fun and exciting person to be around. It
0: absolutely is because I'm not that way, right? I am like, if I was doing what Matt did, I'd be like, oh, how do I deal with the dust, or do I get rid of the the dust collection, or how does this work, right? How do I how do I figure that out? And that's not that's not Matt. Matt will. That'll do it, and they'll be like, "Oh man, it's dusty in here," and I should really figure out how that is is gonna is is gonna get better. And I get so envious, probably in a bad way, maybe not. Maybe I get encouraged to to do to do some more trying, right? By Briar, be like, "I'm just gonna do it," and by Matt and by you, you're like, "You guys will just jump, just you'll you'll be into it and and jump in in a way where I I'll get a little bit of." uh decision-making paralysis, What analysis paralysis.
1: Interesting you use the word jump, Justin, because you are the one out of Matt and I both that will jump off of things.
0: It's the only thing I'll do first. Higher. The only thing I'll do is jump <laughs> off something tall. Uh, everything else I'll be like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Uh, so let we'll me uh, take it where we can get.
1: Yeah. All right. I got Wesley left. Um, <clears throat> Wesley's very similar to kind of what you said for both Layla and Briar. Wesley has a backbone, man. And backbones are really hard for seven-year-olds to have when you're like trying to teach him things. It's like he is pretty, pretty intelligent and is like, like the other day, and this is a good example. I tease him all the time. And like I tease both my, all of the boys all the time. And he said something to me and it was like in the moment it was like disrespectful. Like. But he said it in a goofy voice, you know? Yeah. But just because of the way he said, what he said or something, he's like, it was something like, well, why don't you go do that sort of a thing? Right. But he was, he was trying to be goofy and teasing. Right. And and I was like, hey, Wesley, don't talk to me like that sort of thing or something like that. Or I said, I don't think I said it like that. I was way better. I said something like, oh, that, let's try again. Your tone was a little disrespectful or something like that. And he goes, yeah. how come you get to tease and I can't tease? Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> was like, okay. Because <laughs> I'll say things like that to them all the time. i be like, well, why don't you go get your own lunch ready or something like that, you know?
0: Yeah, and exactly.
1: So he was just like, no, why don't uh, – how come it goes one way here, old man? And <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, dang. So, he, um, yeah, he's got a backbone. He stands up for things. Stands up for injustice, mostly the injustice done to him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's how it starts, right? I'll say exclusively the injustice done to him.
0: That's how it starts, Um, though, right? If that can be cultivated, right? It's going to be amazing.
1: (laughs) Right. And he does stand up for his his baby brother way more than Brooks. Um, Him and Brooks get butt heads. But, um, yeah, so he's got a backbone, and it's difficult, and um, he speaks his mind about it, which is difficult he gets like he puts me in positions where it's like oh yeah like i do need to apologize and i can't just like like i can't for lack of a better term like i can't bs but wesley you know right like i can't just feed him a bunch of baloney he's like no that no that doesn't that's not that doesn't make sense that doesn't process that doesn't compute and so it's like i find myself having to be like I've learned and I still be better at just stopping. And instead of trying to like backtrack and like finagle my way out of this and just be like, you know what? You're right. And I'm sorry. I shouldn't have, or I need to do this better, whatever it is. So, um, maybe (laughs) Wes, maybe he's, he's making me better. Um, not maybe he for sure is, but yeah, that is what, that's, what's difficult with, with Wesley that I know I'm so proud because I have no backbone. I fold immediately for anything. I, I hate ah, confrontation. Well, you do hate I, confrontation. <laughs> I hate confrontation. I am so easily to just be like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And like someone steps on my foot and I'm like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have been standing there." Sort of a thing. And yeah. part of that's just like getting through life easy. And but the other part is that it's like, "Man, I don't have a backbone." And something I've been actively working on for probably the better part of like the past five years. Um, and Wesley just has this amazing trait that I'm excited to continue to encourage and, and foster. Cause uh, I wish I had had a better backbone, especially in high school.
0: Each of these things, right. is like so truly double edged in a way I hear about your, what you say is a lack of backbone. And what I think is, but you like to you like to take care of people and to support people, right? That's the that's the that's the positive side. The negative side is you don't like to disappoint people or have them be upset with you. And the same thing with Wes, right? Wes is like not gonna let anybody bulldoze him or gaslight him. Like that's not gonna happen. Um, but it also the downside of that is Unchecked, it will make him extremely prickly (laughs) to be around, and and (laughs) and that's that's um that's just really interesting seeing those two sides of that coin for both of you guys. It's like it is, it makes you so easy to be around, but it also is really hard on you. It'll be not very hard on Wesley, but if left unchecked, will be harder to be around, (laughs) and that's that's a that's an interesting balance to really think through.
1: Yeah. It's funny you say it that way because that's, that's oftentimes what I find myself telling Wesley is because a big part of how we try and set the boys up is just with choices. And it's like, yeah, you can choose to do this, but know that that choice is going to lead to people not wanting to be around you. Like I say that to him often. It's like, hey, right. if you're not going to apologize, you don't have to. If you don't, if you truly do think you not didn't do anything wrong, I have nothing to apologize for. It's your choice, but you're going to have a hard time making buddies and keeping buddies around if you just are going to choose to never apologize. (laughs) Right. The two most powerful things that any person,
0: especially a strong willed person, um, could say is I'm wrong and I'm sorry. Like it's it's very it's very powerful. And it it is something that I want to teach Layla too, because it's very similar. Um, Just like, it's okay to be first to apologize for your part in something. And it's something I had to learn over a very long time. I really wanted to learn it or her to learn it earlier than I did. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, Layla, last one. She is, is, is. Okay. So my back, my, uh, Background of this is that Layla is a uh, four months older than Brooks it, as the crow flies, but verbally she's about <laughs> six years ahead of him um, she's and, and that's true close to me and that's true of well, I'm not gonna say <laughs> nothing about that uh, but she uh, but that's true of everything, right She is so verbally intelligent and such a strong communicator she can communicate her ideas well she can uh understand concepts that you would think are beyond what she what should happen she um is really emotionally intelligent in that way and can like articulate her emotions and other people's emotions really 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 well sometimes in a very challenging way um and, it, and it's really interesting and it can be really challenging because she's still five and she still is emotionally five and she still is uh, in her reactions five. But you forget because she talks like a 10-year-old. She talks like a 10-year-old. She's around her cousin who's eight, second grade. And she is easily as verbal and articulate and able to, to hang as he is, if not more. And it's something I'm, like, very impressed and, and proud of, for sure. But also then I realize, like, man, it makes it really challenging for me to parent you the way that you need to as a five-year-old. Because I find myself trying to talk you through stuff, trying to convince you of things, trying to use my logic to make you understand the true way of the world. And she's talking back, like you can have a conversation, but she's five and can't get there. She just can't get there yet. Um, She will, but she's, she's just not there yet. And that's, what's challenging about it. It's not like that it can be that her communication can be challenging. Certainly. What I find is that the way I deal with her communication is I, it's so easy. It's so easy to forget that she's five. People have said it a bunch of times. Like they'll be like, Oh, she just had a huge emotional meltdown. She was three at the time. Three or four at the time, huge emotional meltdown, and uh, her aunt was like looking at her, and she's like, "Oh, I forgot that she's only four, right?" Like she's been hanging out with a seven-year-old, hanging, talking just as much and as well, and asking really crazy questions and communicating about things that she shouldn't know anything about, um, and then she like loses it in a way that a four that a seven-year-old. Usually wouldn't. Like, would do less, right? Um, and she, she's like, oh, yeah, she's four. <laughs> um, and I find myself in the same boat. It's like, why is it so difficult for you with how smart you are, right? And then it's like, oh, yeah, you are very smart. And you will be really smart, probably, um, in whatever way that looks like. But it doesn't mean that you get to skip those years of growth from five to ten like right. that you need. <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Just you, you saying that story, I just had this very vivid picture of uh, I, when I was doing youth ministry, we had a, a family and they had one kid that was in middle school and one kid that was almost in middle school. And their kid that was almost in middle school was 12. And he was like giant, like just one of those 12 year olds that's like yeah, full grown, you know, yes. like. Huge. He was like six foot, like 190 pounds, yeah. like well built, but he was 12 and yeah. he came to some youth event that we were like during the summer that I was like, yeah, you can come and play or whatever. And he got hurt and like started just crying. And he might've even been younger than 12, like 11 or 12, maybe just turned 12. And you just like forgot, like, cause he's like the size of a man. Right. Like what's this man crying for? And you're like, oh my goodness, he's just a kid. He's just twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's still in elementary school. And so Yeah, that yes. side of of that totally being the intelligence I think dude. I, I think we need to do this again, but we need to do it where we talk about our kids to each other because Layla is literally I freaking love Layla. She's the best. And yeah. I she's amazing. She's amazing. And I love little kids who, I don't know, for lack of better words, you can correct me if if you think I'm way off base here, but have the like intelligence and the ability to to manipulate, and oh, not yeah. <laughs> and, but, yeah, that's right, that's but, yeah, like, that's, with that's use, true, yeah. And, and not in like a horrible way, but it's just like you know, it's like sh- Layla knows what to say to who, yeah, and like how to say it, and yeah. I freaking Rican, love it. I think it's so cool, and it's gonna be so good for her when she's older. And I cannot, I cannot wait to see that just muscle flex and blossom. It is,
0: it's, but it's so challenging, <laughs> uh, man. I hear you, I'm, and I'm I don't really glad that it. Uncle Fred. I don't Fred, it. I don't so glad Uncle Fred can <laughs> come around and and observe it, get a good laugh, and then go home at night. That some of us have to live through it, and it is, and that's the stuff, right? Is as, as I'm. So excited for her to be – not just have the the communication intelligence to be able to do what she needs to do and the understanding of people that she can get what she wants, but also like be able to take that and turn it to a thing to be like, not only do I see what you need, but I can make sure you know that I understand and I can tell you about it. And I can get right in there with you. Uh, like, I, I have this feeling that she's going to be able to do that um, or some version of that that is going to be such a huge blessing to those around her. Um, and, man, it's, yeah, I, I really hope that that, I really hope, I, that's a hope I have for her. Is
1: probably the best thing that I can say about it, right? Yeah. I, I I think you're right on there. And it makes me, and I know I don't have to deal with it a day in and day out, but, just to witness it is like I don't know why it just brings me so much joy to yeah. to watch little kids who just know who just they yeah. just know and she is like you're saying kind of beyond any any four year old I've ever seen in terms of she just knows she gets yeah it. she five year old she's five she's now. five now but 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 yeah I mean it's not a kid. ton of difference it's only getting.
0: That curve ain't slowing down. That's all I'm gonna say. (laughs) She's still, she's still getting there for sure. She
1: hasn't even peaked, bro.
0: I know, I know. I my my hope and prayer is is that the, the more that we're focusing on, really trying to teach and train these kids, and really, like we talked about earlier, really cultivate the great, amazing things that these things are for (laughs) forces of good and not evil. Like I said earlier, um, that when they're 16 they're not just trying to figure that out right they've been encouraged in that way for years for a decade in that in that way to be like this is this is who you have been created to be and everything about you as a human being is amazing and flawed (laughs) and uh, it's your job and my job as your parent to help figure those things out and do our darndest to follow after how jesus would have us use these things that he's given us and not use them for ourselves absolutely so we'll see fingers crossed i just i mean i gotta i'll have to listen back to this one and be like oh yeah gotta keep encouraging this child in the ways that she should go
1: amen to that
0: well thank you again for listening to the love dad podcast it's been, a, it's been a fun conversation. Thanks for being here, Fred. Uh, you can find us um, on the social medias at Love Dad Pod. And hey, I love you.
1: Absolutely love you, Justin. Thank you. Brooks, one thing that I love about you is your excitement about life. Everything to you is cool and interesting. We just celebrated Christmas, and your joy, screams of excitement, and ear to ear smile is something I will always remember and always cherish your joy for life permeates a room a gathering of people is better when you are there Brooks you are my son of providence and I am so thankful God has given me you love dad